Welcome to the Female Influencer Career Advancement Strategies for Women. I'm Lacey Shane. I want to talk today about how to have more influence with your boss. And I recognize that there are some dysfunctional bosses out there. And, you know, those are some situations where you may or may not be able to have an impact. But for women that have a supervisor or a boss that may not be the best person or may not be the best boss, but they're not completely dysfunctional or toxic, this stuff should work. What I'm going to share with you today should work in terms of raising your level of influence with your boss. One of the first things you can do to help advance your career is to have a great relationship with your boss. And as I cover in my book, Advancing Through Influence, Using Your 5 and 8 Female Strengths to Break Through Power Barriers and Advance Your Career, I talk a lot about how you can build your influence through the gift of having a giving mindset or always coming from a place of wanting to serve, right? That's a winning mindset. That's an influencer mindset. So I want to share with you some strategies today that will help you build a better rapport with your boss, more influence with your boss, and will help elevate your reputation and your brand. And the first thing I want to say, number one, is always communicate with your boss the way they would prefer. And I have coaching clients sometimes say to me, well, I I don't know how they want me to communicate with them. They're not clear about that. And they never have any time to meet with me. So I never can get an answer on how best to communicate with them. But I think the secret is not to expect them to be proactive about it. It's great if they are, then you probably have, you know, someone who's a good leader in that position above you. But if they don't tell you, then you have to ask. It's part of good communication. And you just sit down and you ask them, how do you want me to communicate with you? How do you want me to give you updates, right? How do you want me to keep you informed of everything I'm accomplishing and what is going on? And if they give you a weak answer, then I'm always going to be a fan of coming up with something until they tell you differently, which is maybe sending a weekly weekend email, meaning the end of the week. So you send an email on a Friday, if that's your last day of work, and you make it brief. You don't make it laborious. There's a a coach, a friend of mine, Kimberly Roosh, who says in her trainings, Be brilliant, be brief, be gone. (laughs) Those are words of wisdom for anybody with a busy boss. Be brilliant, be brief, be gone. Okay, so translate that into your email. Just give them the top level information, the things you accomplished and what is going on. And you specifically want to focus on the accomplishments. Tell them what you accomplished. So that's number one. Communicate with your boss how they want you to communicate And if they won't tell you or don't tell you, ask. And if it's still vague, then at minimum, give them a regular weekly email to bring them up to date and keep them informed of what you're accomplishing. I might also add, when you're doing those emails, and I talk about this in my self-promotion podcast, so go listen to it. But when you're telling your boss about what you've done, what you've accomplished, always 
turn it around into a fulfillment of a desire that they have. Something that is meeting a need that your boss has. You may have to connect those dots for them. And that's fine. You should be able to do that. So you might be saying, well, I I don't know exactly what's important to my boss. Well, then that's number two. It's time to ask. You have to know what's important to your boss in order to give them what they need, in order to be that servant leader, in order to serve their needs, right? If you're not used to having this kind of conversation, you can set it up this way, especially if you've been there a while. You don't want your boss to go, why are you all of a sudden coming in here and turning over a new leaf? This is out of character. Why are you doing this? And here is an example of something you might say, something in this vein. You say, I've been thinking a lot lately about how I can grow and what I can do to make myself even more valuable to you in this company. I'm really committed to my own growth. And it occurred to me that there are a few things that I could ask you that would likely help me offer you a higher level of value and definitely offer a higher level of value to the company. So do you mind if I ask you a few questions? So when you do something like this, you may be able to do it on the fly, like, hey, can I have 20 minutes of your time or 15 minutes of your time? But it's likely you're going to have to make an appointment to do this. If you have a really busy boss, that's fine. Just tell them I want to ask a few questions that will help me do an even better job for you. And here's some golden questions to ask, some questions that you should write down and keep in your hip pocket and continue to ask them over and over Because not only will your boss absolutely love that you ask these questions, but they're going to give you amazing information that will always tell you what your boss needs from you in order for you to have more influence and more rapport with them. And here's the first one. What keeps you up at night that I can help you with? How can I help you sleep better at night? What is it that is your ache and pain when you think about work. That's number one. And listen to what they say. If they say, I worry about our department budget. I worry about having enough money. Then your follow-on question is, how can I help with that? Is there anything I can do? If they don't have ideas, then maybe you come up with some. Here's another question. What is the biggest challenge you face and how can I support you in overcoming that challenge? Really great question. Here's another one. This is gold. This is absolute gold. Put this in your hip pocket and use it often. What problems are you having that I can help you solve? And lastly, here's a great question for let's say, feeding the soul of your boss, letting them know you really are about self-improvement and growth. And it has a little bit of flattery in it too, because everybody likes to know that they're respected and that their experience is valued and recognized as valuable. And you would say something along the lines of, would it be okay if I took you out for coffee or lunch sometime to hear your story? I'd just like to learn how you got to where you are and learn from you. I can't think of any boss that wouldn't love to hear that come out of the mouth of one of their employees. 
And if you can become this kind of employee that asks these kind of questions on a regular basis, you're going to increase your influence and your rapport and impact with your boss. You're also going to make yourself more valuable. So how does this work when your boss is toxic or a micromanager or let's say the boss overworks you, has overlooked you for an advancement? You may need to build relationships around and above that person. And when you decide to do that, just be very ginger about it. And the way you're very ginger about it is you have good, solid intentions within you, which is exactly what we said before, to grow and advance yourself. And if there's people above your boss that have accomplished something you've wanted to accomplish, then you simply go and you ask them that same question. Would it be okay if I took you out for coffee or lunch sometime to hear your story? I'd like to learn from you and how you got to where you are. And I'd love to hear any career advice you have for me. That's the way you start that ball rolling with those people. So it doesn't just need to be your boss's boss. What you want it to be is someone they respect. You want it to be someone that they need approval and accolades from. Because if you have a relationship with those people, it kind of brings the boss along who maybe isn't your biggest fan or who keeps overlooking you because it can help them see you in a different light. Sometimes people get stuck seeing us in a certain light. And so having those strong relationships with people above your boss, and again, do it for the right reason, for your own professional growth, then that will help bring your boss along over time. This stuff takes time. If your boss is a micromanager, overworks you, overlooks you for advancement, then you may need to start building relationships above and around them. The other thing you might need to do if if it's an overwork situation, if you're the go-to person every time someone needs something, you may need to establish some boundaries. And I know that can be difficult when you're used to being that go-to person. But if you're always the go-to person, it actually is a trap. It actually keeps you from getting promoted because you're helping the people above you and around you succeed, but you're not doing anything that you need to do to help yourself advance and succeed. I like to say we teach people how to treat us. And when we allow that with no boundaries, we kind of lock ourselves into these positions where we become the go-to for everybody and everything and for our boss. So the way you start establishing boundaries is to leave on time, to say, I'm sorry, I can't stay. I have a family obligation. They don't need to know what it is. It's none of their business. But start building those boundaries. And then seek out confidence building activities and assignments outside your immediate work environment so you can build your confidence, but also your reputation as a leader. That also can be very powerful. If you're in a certain industry and you get involved in that industry's association or society for professionals in that field, or a service club of some kind, like Rotary or Kiwanis or something, and you start working your way into leadership in those roles, there's ways you can talk about that in a work environment that start to help people see you in an elevated light. Really important to do those kinds of things outside the organization when you're having trouble 
inside the organization getting viewed differently as a higher level leader. So go out and get those opportunities outside the work environment and then find a way to communicate them within the work environment. And then always do this under the assumption of learning and growing, not pulling rank, because you don't want to infract upon whatever trust you do have with your boss. You don't want them to think you're undermining them. Really what you're trying to do is build a solid relationship over time. And if you want to know how to do that, get my book, Advancing Through Influence. It's on Amazon uh, that teaches you how to build these relationships over time with the right people so that you don't have to pull rank on anybody. It's just that the right people in high places know your talent, know your value, and they will bring you along when your immediate boss won't. And remember to select people who your boss needs on their side so that they will come along when that individual is an advocate for you. So those are some tips and pointers about how to have more influence with your boss if your boss is fairly functional and a halfway decent person. These questions that I gave you are going to help you build that rapport with your boss. It's going to help them see you as someone that's there to serve and make them successful, and that helps build your influence. On the other hand, if you've got a boss that's a micromanager or overworks you or continues to overlook you for advancement, now you want to start thinking about building relationships around and above them and getting some leadership positions or some experience at higher levels outside the organization so you can start figuring out how to bring that experience into the organization. I hope that was helpful for you today, wherever you are in the world. Always remember, you are the power.